All right. In three, two, one. Yo, everyone, you're listening to Filmmaker Mike and the boys. Joining me for this episode is Pinhead. What's up? God. What's up? There we go. Now we're ready. There we go. There's, <laughs> there's that sweet sound of a nice cold canned beverage. And I'm getting my glasses fixed on Tuesday, so I'll be able to see it soon. Nice. Yeah, I'm finally getting my glasses fixed. So, well, that's or I'm good. getting my eyes checked because my vision's been bad. Yeah, well, that's good too. Yeah, so, yeah, that's good. So, how you been, man? It's been, I've been all right. You know, we're gonna go on hiatus for three weeks, so that's gonna be. Oh wow! So like stopping work? Yeah, we're not really? doing any. Like wow. they, they supposedly say that they're gonna shut down the factory for three weeks to work on maintenance and fix the equipment. Damn. Whether that happens or not, we'll see. Right. A lot of us believe that by the time we come back on the eighth of January, shit'll just start breaking down again. So we'll see if they actually do something. But we're gonna be off for three weeks. Damn, that's gonna that that's gonna be tough. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I, I would imagine like a week is long enough, but damn, yeah. three weeks. Well, like two is pushing it, three is like okay, here we go. Yeah, but damn. other than that, we're we're all right. But how you been? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, the last time we did an episode was November. We're now into December. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if we will get to do another episode this month just because of the 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 Christmas holiday and you know yeah. lots of things going on. But hey, got we'll, a lot of that Mariah we'll Carey music you gotta listen to, you know? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> all that Mariah. Uh, I saw a meme earlier, and they said retail workers should be it should be allowed to fight at least one customer uh, per hour, and at, at, and every time they fight that customer. They should be playing Mariah Carey's "All uh, All I Want for Christmas." <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was fucking hilarious. It was like, oh shit, yeah. Yeah. that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, hey, I mean, there's been a bunch of news, but for now, we're gonna focus on the biggest piece of news that happened recently. Rebel um, Moon. Well, that's coming up. That's coming <laughs> up. We we are. Uh, it's December tenth. They did announce that. Um, instead of just releasing on December 22nd, it's now releasing on December 21st at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So I'll be home. So I will I will be home as well because I actually requested that day off. I knew you would. So, I... Well here's the thing. I requested it off because it was it's my uh it's my anniversary with my wife. Our, okay. our, our, our dating anniversary. You know, so I was like, I'm gonna request that off. So at least I get yeah. kind of a nice break because I'll be off the 21st all the way till the 25th. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, and then, what, what do you know? Zack Snyder knew what he was doing. They announced it. Yeah. And like, hey, there you go. I'm thinking, really? I, I, I'm almost thinking if, if I'm able to, I want to do uh, a live reaction as I watch Rebel Moon. Hey, that'll be something. <laughs> right? Or some kind of commentary. Yeah. I am excited to see it. They are, they are releasing more, um, marketing and promotion for it so it, it looks pretty cool i'm excited to see it yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to it, it. yeah we'll see and what happens. yeah and of course now um we have the, not all but i or maybe perhaps if, if most if not all the dc extended universe uh 
films on Netflix. Well, yeah, the Snyder Cut is not there. But here of in the course. U.S., uh, Netflix, you get Man of Steel, you get BVS, not the Ultimate Edition, not, not Zack Snyder's director's right. cut, you know. Um, but you get you get Wonder Woman, the Suicide Squad, or Suicide Squad, and then, of course, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, both Shazam films. I think Aquaman is there as well, the first one, or maybe not, because, you know, the sec- that that... Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom is coming right up too. Yeah. Uh, which I'm actually looking forward to. Yeah, you the first Aquaman is there. So yeah. Um, but yeah, the other big piece of news, which almost felt like, well, finally, you know, uh, this is from Vanity Fair. This was announced November 21st. Um from Vanity Fair, Star Wars undertakes universe shaking changes after Ahsoka. Uh, creator Dave Filoni, Rosario Dawson, Hayden Christensen, and Natasha Lou Bordizo reveal how their show altered the galactic landscape. So uh, Dave Filoni has now been announced as the new, uh, or maybe not new, but it's it's a it's a new position that they created, uh, chief creative officer. So quote: Now I'm what's called chief creative officer of Lucasfilm. Filoni tells Vanity Fair which places him into the, the development process much earlier and in a much more expansive, expansive capacity than his previous advisory duties. Quote, in the past, in a lot of projects I would be brought into, I would see it after it had already been uh, developed a good ways. So at least now he gets to be a part of these projects right at the beginning, which I don't know about you, had, had they done that, for at least Kenobi, I think we would have gotten a different Kenobi show. Yeah, and it might have been a little bit better. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I, I think it would have been a lot more well received because he would have been, it would have been under his guideline and he would have, he knows what he's doing. Me personally, I think he should just be given the ship because, and it's not to knock Kathleen Kennedy or be this guy who hates Kathleen Kennedy. I've defended Kathleen Kennedy quite a bit. But it's time for some fresh blood now. It's time to move on from the Kathleen Kennedy era and move on to some new blood. We need some fresh stuff in here, and she's not doing it. She's just not. Right. And so, the thing is, with, with Dave Filoni, he was taught directly by George Lucas himself. Exactly. And he is also one of us, the Star Wars fans. So and that's why when Ahsoka when when Ahsoka dropped, um it felt uh it feels like Star Wars. It looks like Star Wars. It tastes and smells like Star Wars. So he he gets a lot of it. So I'm I'm glad that this is now happening. I just wish it would have happened sooner because we would have most likely gotten a much different Kenobi, um, mm-hmm. perhaps even a book of Boba Fett had he yeah. been, you know, cause um, it's very evident in the Mandalorian, especially those first two seasons, you can see his influence. And yes, John Favreau is mostly headlining that, but right by his side is Dave Filoni. And that has been very clear for a lot of fans. Um, so this I, I'm hoping that this will you know this will definitely be uh be bringing nothing but good news to future Star Wars projects and 
They have not announced an Ahsoka se- season two yet. Um, so who knows? Who knows what will happen as far as that? But um, it's about damn time that this finally happened. Uh, and it's interesting because, you know, when Disney took over Lucasfilm and they cut out the Clone Wars, they canceled the Clone Wars and they wanted to start, you know, they, they brought in Star Wars Rebels, which is their pretty much their mark. Uh, when Disney was doing that transition phase with Lucasfilm, a lot of people around Dave Filoni were getting fired and getting the boot. Uh, but for whatever reason, fortunately, for whatever reason, Dave Filoni wasn't kicked out of the of, uh, of the company and he stayed. And, you know, if had he not had things gone differently and had he been fired early on from the get go, I don't think we wouldn't have got we would have gotten the Mandalorian. And we would definitely would not have gotten uh, Ahsoka and the return of the Clone Wars uh, a few years back. So it, it almost makes me think that when George Lucas decided to sell uh, Lucasfilm to Disney and appoint Kathleen Kennedy even before that as the new president of, of, uh, of uh, Lucasfilm, I almost want to think that he actually told Kathleen Kennedy to take care of Dave Filoni. You know, because he's actually, yeah. you know, he's actually, he actually knows what he's doing. He's essentially trained him. So, you know, but I'm looking forward to, uh, to what happens for Lucasfilm and Star Wars in the future, because now you have someone who really cares about this stuff and has not only been, you know, uh, taught by the grand master himself, but also gets a lot of this stuff. So that's exciting. Um, and then, yeah, it's definitely good news. When I saw it, and even a lot of fans who saw it, like, finally, it's about damn time, you know, yeah. it's about damn time that that's happened. So, um, and moving forward, uh, you wanted to do a review of Robocop Rogue City. Yeah, I'll make it pretty short and sweet. Uh, overall, I thought this game was really good. It's probably one of my favorite games of the year. It has a lot of problems. It's You're asking the price tag that you're asking for it. One thing I have to address, I'm really getting fed up with paying AAA prices for games that are not complete. It gets, especially with games like Call of Duty and all these other games that are high-profile games that you're paying $70, $80 for, in a lot of cases for the super nuts who pay $100 for these packs that have this special tier of bullshit in it, to not have a completed game is unacceptable. For the game to crash while you're in the middle of a level is unacceptable. One thing that really pisses me off with RoboCop is the checkpoints are insane. It, it, it says, so you know how the distance is from you know our old where I used to work and where you're currently working. You know from uh-huh. where freight. You know where from where garden is to freight all right. the way to where the, you know where the bathroom is all the way on the other side of the fucking building. Right. right. Robocop checkpoints are like this. It's to the point that it it'd be like if you were going from freight and you were walking down and a customer stopped you, and then you'd have to go all the way back. Oh, shit. To freight instead of going to the bathroom, you'd have to go all the way back to freight and start all the way be- oh, oh, over again. Yeah. This game, when you get killed, 
you might as well start from the beginning because you get pushed so far back that it's almost to the point where you're at the beginning of the level. So if you're to the point where you get close to the end and you die, <laughs> goodbye. You're going all the way back to almost the beginning. And yeah. it's frustrating. I almost put my controller through my TV multiple times because it's so frustrating. And if you don't play it on easy mode, like I didn't do, because I had a lot of pride thing. Oh, I'm gonna be RoboCop, and I'm RoboCop gets fucked up easy. Hmm. I mean, I understand it. Like I know RoboCop's not an invincible killing machine, and I'd understand if you were getting hit with rocket launchers and stuff like that. Regular handguns can take right. him apart within seconds. What? Like nine millimeter handguns, bah, bah. What he, the he, fuck? He, he absorbs them. In, but you go from literally, especially if even if you're on normal, it's like it's hard. It's like it's got easy is normal. Normal is hard. Hard is go fuck yourself. What the hell? <laughs> like seriously. And when you're on, even when you're on normal, if you're getting hit with a nine millimeter gun, Robocop gets torn to smithereens. You literally have to hide in corners like Call of Duty. And I'm like, I'm Robocop. Yeah. What the hell? Be having the duck and this, like it, this, when they get the high power guns, like the fucking gun that they use to blow up the SUX, I understand that, that that hurts them badly because right. those are high powered guns. But right. nine millimeters, shotguns. Yeah. Hand Guns, like we saw yeah. in the first we saw in the first Robocop when he comes into the convenience store, he got shot with a submachine gun and the guy was just blowing, just shooting him, and it didn't affect him. Right. In this game, two shots of those bullets takes him out and he explodes and his Jeez. and his programming shuts down. I'm like, am I Robocop or am I Ann? <laughs> or am I Alex Murphy? Because he, he just eats bullets. Like to be honest, Alex Murphy could take more bullets. Because right. he did in the original movie. So it, it, it's one thing that's so frustrating about this game. But with that being said, the game is so fucking fun. It feels good to be able to like aim. The targeting mode is awesome. Where It literally is like RoboCop where you can shoot people in the dick. Like in the first <laughs> RoboCop. Right. Like you can literally aim there and just blow people up and they're their guts just explode all over oh, the sick. wall. Like it's ultra violent. It takes place between RoboCop, the end of RoboCop two and right before the beginning of RoboCop three. So hmm. unfortunately for you, yeah. there's no splatter punks in this game. <laughs> it's the torch heads and the vultures. So it's right oh, before okay. this it's after Kane dies and it's right before all the splatter punks and everything takes over. It's like the dark, it's the dark period right before that company where Steve Martin takes over <laughs> yeah. and tries to, and tries to, cause they literally are. Cause in this game, they are talking about the, the migration period. You know, that we saw in the beginning of RoboCop three right. where right. they're moving people out yeah. in this game. They're starting to do that. And there's a guy, I won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't played it, but there's this guy named Wendell Antonowski, and you'll find out what his connection is through the lore of RoboCop when you play it. But he causes chaos throughout the city, and it makes it to be absolute martial law to where the, the final battle is literally RoboCop having to go through Detroit with Anne and stop 
all this chaos. Like there's a renegade Ed 209 going around just gunning people down. You have to stop. Oh, there's like a bunch of RoboCop 2s that are now reprogrammed. Like remember that? Remember RoboCop 2 where they were doing all the RoboCops and they had uh -huh. like what the one that killed himself after he shot the doctor and then they had the skeleton RoboCop that takes his helmet off and it just screams and falls down. Right. They have the they have though that specific RoboCop in these games, but they're reprogrammed to be unstoppable not not unstoppable, but just mindless killing machines that you have to gun through. Like the city is absolute chaos and it's it's all part to try and get people out of their homes. So OCP can take over, and then that's after this game's over, RoboCop 3 would pick up. Okay. So it's a very interesting game of how they did it. It's awesome to hear Peter Weller's voice again and have him back returning as RoboCop. Anybody would love that. The violence is great because this movie, ha this game has to be violent. The first two are, and the comic books are violent. Even the TV series, to a point, was kind of violent for being on TV. So I understand why the violence is what it is. There's just there's just some game breaking bugs. Like the game will like as you progress further in the game, the game the game crashes more. Hmm. It's that insane. Sucks. Like I yeah. I don't know if it's just on Xbox or PlayStation Five because I'm playing this on Xbox. But as I got further in the game and it got harder. The game kept crashing more and more and more. Oh, I was geez. like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is it pisses you off? Right. Because there's a lot of times where I mentioned about the checkpoints where the game crashes in a part where you're at and it sends you back to the checkpoint area where you were last at and you have to do shit all over. Oh, again. damn. That's and sad. it's like it, it gets you insanely angry. Right, you're like, right. Like you, you're enjoying this game. You're like, oh, this game's awesome, and then it goes, and you're like, this is pissing me off. I spent fifty nine dollars for this shit. I spent sixty dollars for this right. game. Yeah. Like this is insane. Why right. can you developers not get this? And this isn't just them. This is a this is an epidemic across video gaming right now. Even even the even the game of the year because they had the game awards. Even the top games of the year, most of the top games, excluding Super Mario Wonder, and I don't know about Baldur's Gate and Resident Evil Four. For most of those games were buggy messes too, and that's unacceptable. Right. Like I'm dreading to play Spider-Man 2. I haven't played it yet, but now I can now that I have a PlayStation 5 because I've heard about the bugs that are in that game that are right. ridiculous. So the game developers need to do better than this because you're not going to movies and sitting there and then by the third act, right before the climax comes, the director comes out and goes, folks, that's the end of the movie. Go home. <laughs> right right that's pretty much what these games are doing right now you're paying full price to not finish the to not have a completed game Fucking and ridiculous. it makes no sense it is yeah. it's ridiculous it's nonsense and that's why i said it would be the equivalent of going to the movie theater paying full price and then the director coming out before the end going that's our movie go home fuck it we didn't right. finish it right. and you, people in the theaters would riot they yeah. go. There would be no movie industry, but somehow the video game industry can get away with this shit. I don't yeah. understand. When and you're we paying need to... way more money. Yeah, 
Yeah. We need to start holding them far more accountable for this stuff because you vote with your dollar and a part of me wants to tell you to not to not get this game but at the same time this game's I give it a pass be, only because it's an independent developer. Hmm. But all these other gaming developers need to stop doing this and we need to stop start holding their feet to the fire because they're just going to keep doing this. 60 70 80 dollar games should be completed these yeah. are too these are too expensive so overall i give robocop an eight out of ten and I, and, it, and a part of me is being generous because of my love for robocop and how much i love robocop i love i love robocop i love the ip i like saying robocop that's why i've drugged this out so i can say robocop a couple <laughs> more times but <clears throat> Deep down, it's like even critically looking at it on it's like seven out of ten, but I'll give it an eight out of ten, but it's it's in the seven to seven to eight range because there's just too many there this could have been a nine to ten out of ten type of game. It really could have if they put a little bit more let the game I would have said wait another year and polish it out. This could have been a ten out of ten. Because right. this game, this game's it's fun, but it's just those like I'm in the middle of getting in, in the game crashes. It's unacceptable. So that's the best I can say for RoboCop Rogue City. It, it's recommended if it's at a discounted price. Right. So if you got it on a Black Friday deal or some shit down the line, then I'd say get it like for twenty nine ninety nine or something. But full sixty seven, no. No, you're asking too much for an incomplete game. So that's my review on RoboCop Rogue City. Rogue City, it, it's it's a, it's a really good game, but it could have had it could have been a lot better. There's a lot more potential there. So I hope if they do another game, it's uh, it's far better than this. All righty. Well, thank you. So from Detroit City, we're now gonna go to Gotham City. So this will be this will be Kuya's favorite review of, the, of of this podcast. I know. So Amazon Prime dropped <laughs> Merry Little Batman, that animated Christmas Batman movie, which oh. is very clearly geared towards young a younger audience, a family audience. Uh, don't and, get Kuya started. Oh yeah! Oh, he's gonna he's gonna fucking hate, he he's gonna hate this shit. <laughs> you mean to tell yeah. me Bruce Wayne worked overtime to stop crying from Gotham because he was gonna have a son? <laughs> Bruce Wayne is care uh, cares so much about Damien. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so it says here this Christmas, Damien Wayne wants to be a superhero like his dad, the one and only Batman. When Damien is left home alone while Batman takes on Gotham's worst supervillains on Christmas Eve, he stumbles upon a villainous plot to steal Christmas and leaps at the chance to save the day. So this is the brand new uh, animated film on Amazon Prime. Uh, and it's a DC film on Amazon Prime because Warner Brothers, as you know, is needing some extra cash. So they've started to license out their stuff. Um, yeah. So, uh, Batman is voiced by Luke Wilson. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
Um, okay. And then Damian Wayne is voiced by Jonas Kibrib. Uh, James Cromwell is Alfred. Oh, hell yeah. I like yeah. that. And it actually worked well. Um, I think David Hornsby is Joker. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So you have you have other characters here. Aside from what we've seen from the trailer, I'd rather – I can't remember if they've shown the other villains. I'd rather not say – um, I feel like it would yeah, be, I see. Yeah. I understand what you're trying. Yeah, yeah, because it's actually because I fun. saw that on the front page and I was gonna watch it, but I was gonna wait to see what you said about it first. Yeah, so I've seen it twice, and I, okay. I have, the first time I watched it, loved it. My daughter loved it, and then we saw yeah. it a second time the next day, the next morning. Um, so we saw it Friday night, and then we saw it Saturday morning. At uh, Friday night, my son wasn't really into it. Saturday morning, he was into it. So, yeah. um, and that just shows that um, the the art style, the animation style, looks like a children's book. It looks like it would belong in a children's book for you know for uh, for Christmas. The art, I, but um, and it's definitely not what you would think of, like the look of Batman and all that, the you know Gotham and all the characters. But it for this one, it makes sense to because it is geared towards a younger audience. And yeah. it reminded me of a children's book, um, but it's a lot of fun. There's there's a bunch of Easter eggs here and there and references uh, to the DC lore and Batman lore. Um, but I thought the overall the story was great, um, and it's a different take on Damian Wayne. So and that's why like I said like who is gonna hate the fucking shit out of this movie? <laughs> You're like what do you mean Damian's not a ninja? But then there are references to like Damian like. He he's fucking persistent, like his father. Like he won't, he will not fucking stop. Like he's his he's um he he will not stop until he gets what what he wants. Um, not lovey dovey with his dad. Yeah. Don't what do you, what do you mean, dad. Bruce Wayne loves his son? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's I I think it's a it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a great movie for for Batman fans of all ages. I would recommend checking it out. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to check it out because it intrigued me. And I saw you're right. Like I looked at the art style. I looked I watched the trailer. And I'm like, it does look like a children's book. So I'm very intrigued to see how it plays out. My yeah. mom even said she was interested to see it. So I might play it like to see what she says during the holiday season, because we need some things other than Die Hard and Batman <laughs> Returns. Yeah. As great as those films are, like we need something else. Yeah, and and now I'm seeing more articles this year about Batman Returns. Is Batman Returns a Christmas movie? Like, really? <laughs> it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. You guys are what? You guys are just catching on to this bullshit now. Yeah. No, it it's always has been, ever since it came out in 1992. Like, yeah. You guys can shut the fuck up. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Are you, are you guys bored now because? Die Hard is officially a Christmas movie. Like, come on, yeah, shut the fuck up. Oh, there are some references to Batman Returns in this movie. Oh, that, that right. I, I was like, that. okay, I was like, okay, I know where that's from. That's fucking awesome. Okay, and, that's cool. And without spoiling anything, there is a character here that the voice sounds like a character you've seen on the big screen. When okay. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh shit, that's that's pretty funny. So okay. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Uh, check it out. And if if anyone listening, you know, 
is likes remotely likes bat the character of Batman, or you, you may have you know some some younger whether younger siblings or you know nephews nieces uh, during the holiday season. Put it on the background, watch it with them, and enjoy it. I think it's a lot of fun. It's definitely worth watching. So, and it's only an hour and thirty six minutes. So that's not bad. That's not which bad. is which is your perfect yeah. It's the perfect um runtime for a kids a family movie. Yeah, you know, it's because yeah, two hours is too damn long. An hour and yeah, a half is just about yeah. right, especially yeah. for kids. Kids are like, oh yeah, on. yeah. Oh, and some of the needle drops in this movie I thought was great. Um, they even played um Sammy Davis's uh Sweet Gingerbread Man. Oh, and when <laughs> and when they played it, my son who loves that song was like, "Hey, that's the song." I'm like, "Yeah, look at that." That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So some of the mute, yeah, some of the tracks in this movie I thought was was very well done. So, yep. So yeah, that's Merry Little Batman. Check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, um, check it out too, Kuya. Yeah, I can't wait to hear Kuya's fucking review. <laughs> <laughs> well, even before the movie dropped, like I don't know if you remember, like I think a week or two ago, or when I shared the trailer, he was like, "What, Bruce Wayne?" Cares about his son. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would be the first reaction. Like, but in the story here, I they did very well in explaining like why would Bruce Wayne be that way? To, like, yeah, of course that makes sense. Like, yeah, damn, like that. That was that's some pretty. I thought they handled the material really well. So yeah, yeah, that was really good. That's cool. Yeah, um, I did watch X. Uh, with Mia Goth. Oh, uh, you did you watch it with your wife or did you no, watch it? Just by me. Yourself? Just okay, me. I was gonna... Just me because I knew <laughs> it's not gonna be her movie. She'd be like, "What the fuck is say, this? Uh... This is stupid." This. Is... <laughs> but but I wa for hey for whatever reason I was cur- I watched it a night after work, and I was like, "That's un- it's unusually like usually I'd wa- like I'll watch it in the day." But I was like curious. I saw it. I think it was on Amazon Prime. And I got really yeah. curious. So I was just watching it. I'm like, what the fuck? Where, where's this going? <laughs> What's happening? So, but I, I, I liked it. I thought it was interesting and fascinating. Um, I love the twist at the end. Um, and then seeing, of course, uh, uh, Mia Goth. Uh, now I, I need to see Pearl. I want to see Pearl. Yeah. To me, and you'll see for yourself. I liked X. It was good for what it was. That one's the better film. I know other. It's a controversial statement that technically Pearl's the better film, but it's 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 completely different, especially when you consider it's a prequel. Right. And then Maxine's coming out soon too. That's the third film in this. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, which is going to have an '80s aesthetic and vibe to it. Oh wow. Okay. So that's gonna track her years during the eighties and stuff. Right. So, right. so yeah, that's I do cool. recommend seeing Pearl because there is gonna be a third film. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna well. have to check that out. Um, and then a few nights ago, I was just on Netflix, and for whatever reason, Gerard Butler has been like my comfort like movie. Like if, <laughs> I, if I if I see something with Gerard Butler in it, I'm fucking watching it. And I yeah, I, I'm all ninety nine percent of the time. The movie could be bad, but he's always great to watch. He's always fantastic. Uh-huh. So I came across upon this movie that released in 2018 on Netflix. It's called Hunter Killer. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I haven't seen that. Okay. So 
the description just says when the Russian president gets kidnapped in a coup, an American submarine captain leads a rescue mission in the hopes of avoiding all-out war. And that's it. So I just started yeah. watching this movie. And then I'm just watching it. And then when the movie actually t- starts like going, I'm like, oh shit, they're actually going. And it's it's US and Russia and like fucking nu- nuclear submarines. And then there's a fucking ground team. There's a ground mission. It's fucking awesome. It's just balls to the wall. Like, wow, we're actually going this like crazy with this movie. I'm like, holy shit. This and it's I thought it was a lot of fun. And it's That's also awesome. yeah, I highly recommend it. It's two hours and a minute. Um, but it's it's got Gerard Butler, Gary Oldman, Common, um, who else? Linda Cardellini. Uh, okay. is, also, is also there. But yeah, I just happened to watch it on Netflix and I stayed up. It actually kept me up and like, what the hell is fucking going on with this movie? Like yeah. it, it just gets crazy and this just keeps going and I'm like Holy shit, that was actually a good movie. Um, so yeah, that's that's Hunter Killer. And then I also saw uh Vice with Christian Bale. Um, he plays uh what's Oh, his... that's right. I heard about okay, yeah. Yeah. So he Go plays I... he plays Dick Cheney. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, so this was also released in twenty 20- and for whatever reason, I'm I'm always intrigued with uh, political, you know, political stories and and uh, stuff like that, especially when it's based on true events. So I ha- I I saw this on Netflix and I and I figured, you know what, I'll check it out, I'll watch it. Um, so Vice came out in 2018. It's two hours twelve minutes. It's got Christian Bale as Dick Cheney, and then Amy Adams plays his wife. Uh, Steve Carell is also in it. Sam Rockwell plays George W. Bush. Uh, Junior. Um, you've also got Tyler Perry uh, and a bunch of other... Uh, Tyler Perry plays um, Colin Powell. So he's, he's, he's in the movie very briefly, but when, when you see him, like, you know it's, it's Tyler yeah. Perry. Yeah. But I was like, oh, That's shit. That's a good cast. Yeah, it, was, it was fucking great. I was like, holy shit, of course. Why wouldn't it be Tyler Perry? But the fact that um, obviously, you know, I, I was already... Uh, um, I was already a lot like Dick Cheney was, you know, not, not too long ago, a vice president, uh, probably like yeah. what, in the last 20 years. But then now that uh, there was a lot of stuff that was going on that I wasn't aware of when you watch this film, I'm like, holy shit. Like, wow. He was only vice president, but he had like that much, uh, that, that much reach and power. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fucking nuts insane that's crazy but the movie itself the movie itself is fun to watch because it's not just a straight film it's it interacts with you there's a narrator there's um there's a bunch of stuff uh there's some there's some wild references uh fucking galactus from marvel comics is in this movie and i'm like (laughs) whoa what the fuck like the um Adam McKay, who directed this movie, I was gonna say Adam McKay said did this. Yeah, yeah. the The movie is presented in a way where it'll keep your attention because it'll throw these facts, it'll throw these things that, and of course, they they've tried to, you know, get as close as possible to what's actually happened. Maybe some of it they they may have made to make up possibly because of you know other stuff that they they're not sure of, but. You know, everything else that's presented, I thought it was very fascinating. And 
these are the kind of films like if I was in high school and I'm doing like I have to do like a research paper or whatever um this is something that you would show to your students because it actually engages them there's a fucking scene here where he's talking to Amy Adams there in bed and they fucking start doing Shakespeare and it's like I was like what the fuck is going on but then at the same time I'm like holy shit like the way it's it's very uh, artfully done yeah. um, with a lot of the stuff, the editing, the, the, the references and all that, like it constantly engages you. Like it, it, it feels like it's a movie that's made for um, an audience, even with a shorter attention span. Like if you don't really want, you know, like it'll still kind of engage you and remind you like, Hey, you're watching the story about actual factual events that, that have happened. And, you know, here's a bunch of stuff like, you know, go run with it. So, yeah, really interesting. So I really like that. Um, and Christian Bale, of course, like fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that he he always gets into his physical transformations. And um, yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. So I highly recommend checking it out. Vice on Netflix. And then today I started uh, Blue Eye Samurai. I'm now on Hell the yeah. fifth episode. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, in the first episode, I was already digging it. But then when, when Battle Without Honor or Humanity starts playing, I was like, oh, shit. This takes me back to Kill Bill. I'm like, okay, here yeah. we go. Here we go. But it's it's beautiful. It's a fantastic... The story is fantastic. The story... And it just reminds you, like, yeah, this is why... And it's, it's obviously making waves for Netflix. Um, a lot of people have been watching it, re-watching it. You know, it's, it's a very... Uh, I think it's this year, 2023 has been a great year for animation and it's really yeah. good because it'll only encourage more work, you know, for, for animation and for, for that style of uh, storytelling. But this, this series, so I'm loving it. I cannot stop watching it. It is, it is gorgeous. The score, the, the, the voice acting, the cast and uh, just the animation is absolutely beautiful. So I'm now on episode five, so I'm gonna definitely keep going. Yeah, and I uh, can't it's, wait to watch more. Work. Yeah, it's yeah, a so. great one for sure. I I didn't think I'd fall in love with it as fast and as much as I did, but it's a good one for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I really want to check out uh, Godzilla minus one in theaters. So do I, because I've heard nothing but like everyone's just like, this is fucking cinema. It is beautiful and it's amazing. So and it and the fact that they made it for what under fifteen million dollars, yeah, and it looks that good. And everyone's like, "Yeah, Hollywood needs to take some notes on what they did with this movie." Because there are a lot of like, people putting it in their movie of the year too. Yeah, so I'm just like, they're not just saying like they're not they're not just saying it's a good Godzilla movie. They're like, it's a good movie. Period. Right. One. I think James Rolfe, it was the angry video game nerd. He said it was this, this is Top Gun Maverick for Godzilla. Oh, and shit. I was like, whoa. And he's yeah. like, and, and he's like, when you see the movie, you'll understand why I compare it that way, because it's not just a Godzilla film. It's, it's a good overall, really good film. Right. One of our listeners gets to go see it on Tuesday. So I was talking to him about it and I'm like, you lucky devil. Yeah, is it Dan? Yeah, Dan's going oh, nice. to go see it. So nice. I'm like, I'm like, fuck, man. 
Because it's it like I live with the sticks and hicks, so it's hard for us. To, we don't get these movies. I'm gonna look and see, but we we don't get these big city movies. So right, well, they limited I, releases, and it's so it pisses me off. I saw something <laughs> that they are expanding in more theaters, so I'm hoping that so. it'll that it'll reach you. Um, I hope so because I want to see that in the theater. Yeah, because it's they're saying that it's doing really well. So if it's I know. doing well, they're, they're they can only, you know, the 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 best plan for them is to only expand it in more screens, and get more people to see it. So, yeah, um, yeah, Godzilla minus one is uh, two hours and four minutes. PG got to be better than this fucking god awful show that's on Apple TV. I'll tell you right now. So that's shit, huh? <laughs> it's fucking garbage. It's everything I and I knew this was gonna happen. It's everything I hate about legendaries godzilla movies focusing far too much on the human characters i don't give a fuck about <laughs> i like kurt russell right but we we want to see the fucking we want to see godzilla and the other and the other mutos we want to see the other monsters we don't like when i get a glimpse of godzilla for 20 seconds at best and i don't hear from him or see him for at all since we've seen him two times throughout the entire series and he hasn't been seen since Oh shit! Oh, it's, it's it's so aggravating. So what do you think of that new? There's a new trailer. Like it's for whatever. It's like fucking Godzilla and King Kong He's all everywhere. Pink and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is this shit? God, King Kong has a new arm. And it's like, what is yeah, this? Like a, Power Rangers? Yeah, like a fucking and, robotic arm. Of like, yeah. And there's like, King Kong Junior now. There's like a baby. Like little Kong. Like I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diddy Kong, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Because I, I, as much as they annoy me sometimes, I do like America's Godzilla, but this one looks like it's jumping the shark. Like it's doing way too much. Yeah. Hey, maybe I'll be proven wrong because I'm still gonna see it, but it looks like it looks more Transformers than it does Godzilla to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah so it's titled godzilla x kong the new let's add more words in that long title i I know know, that makes a movie better yeah um someone someone did a cut of the avengers when they're like avengers assemble in the end game they're all fucking running and then they add the clip of of godzilla and kong like fucking running too (laughs) like towards (laughs) the camera the the camera i'm like holy shit dude (laughs) And it actually worked well. <laughs> so yeah, it, it says here, Godzilla and the almighty Kong face a colossal oh, threat hidden deep within the planet, challenging their very existence and the survival of the human race. It's directed by Adam Wingard, and it'll be released on April 12th, 2024. Now see, when I hear Adam Wingard's directing it, I'm intrigued. It's just like, because I like his movies, but like it looks too busy it really does i don't know maybe i'll be wrong but i don't know yeah the the, the first trailer just didn't impress me right and, and you know how i'm a sucker for godzilla movies even right. shitty ones i don't care i right, i defend right. the 1998 godzilla the ronald right. emmerich one right like I, like this one looks just fast and the furious to me 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you said it looks like Transformers, I'm like, yeah, it looks uh, like a Transformers. Yeah, dude, like, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But yeah, I really want to see Godzilla minus one. Um, so do I, man, I'm yeah. hoping I'm, I'm going to try to see it uh, this this coming weekend. Let me know I'm, if you do. Yeah, definitely. 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 Yeah, I really want to check it out because I'm like, man, the buzz about it. Everyone just like, you know, talking about it and the buzz around it. This is the kind of buzz like I haven't seen people talk about a Marvel movie or a fucking, you know, big blockbuster movie that like from last summer. Like Marvel's know, definitely didn't get this kind of buzz. That's for sure. <laughs> no, no, they did not. And the Marvels has now gone down in box office or MCU <laughs> box office history as the lowest, um, the lowest earning Marvel movie. Yeah, lowest grossing MCU movie in history. So this is from Variety. This was uh, released on December 3rd. The Marvels ends box office run as lowest grossing MCU movie in history. So... Um, after four weeks on the big screen, the comic book tentpole is running out of steam with 80 million in North America God. and 197 million globally. <laughs> I remember when Justice League was released opening weekend or opening, I think it was opening weekend. Opening weekend was a 96 million. That's opening weekend, 96 million. Yeah, and that was 2017, and that was Justice League. So <laughs> that's rough, man. That's rough. Yeah, that is rough. So now I'm 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 waiting, and that's the thing. I th I'm I'm now realizing also, uh, with the last few years we had, of course, the pandemic. Disney Plus came out 2019, and then the uh, COVID hit, and all that, you know, all that stuff happened it conditioned a lot of people to realize aside from Spider-Man No Way Home <coughs> excuse me hey that Marvel movie is coming to Disney Plus I'll just wait for it yeah yeah I mean we got Indiana Jones there now so <clears throat> exactly exactly it's conditioned a lot of people knowing that they already have Disney Plus at home if it's not an event movie if it's not Spider-Man No Way Home you know, I'll, or I mean, the uh, people came out to see Barbie and Oppenheimer. Um, yeah. So it, it still proves like, hey, people will go out to the movies to to watch to to really experience an event. But other yeah. than that, you know, Disney was thinking like, hey, we have Disney Plus now. We have our streamer. Let's 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 kick it in the high gear. And then, unfortunately, now it. With with uh, Disney Plus and people getting used to, hey, we'll just wait a uh, a month or two and it'll be on there. Um, yeah, you're getting people to pay for Disney Plus, but you're not getting people to pay for uh, uh, tickets at the box uh, at the box office to see your movie. Exactly. And you know when you yeah when you look when you look at it, uh, it's the same with it's the same with Star Wars with all the series. Yeah, now that you gave you gave us all the series, so yeah, some of them were good, some of them were not so good, some of them could definitely have been better. But Star Wars, like it or not, used to be exciting to see at on the big screen. It was an event. Same with MCU movies, but now that it feels like it's been kind of di diluted because 
you released all these series and now we're just going to watch them on Disney Plus. Exactly. And uh, yeah, with the other movies, they don't feel as eventful uh, to see anymore. So, especially when you keep shoveling these shows out, just like it's a, yeah. a factory. Right. Like people are going to be like, oh, there's a new Star Wars movie, huh? I'll wait for Disney Plus. Hmm. Exactly. Like, exactly. That then this is the mentality you guys have breeded. So I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah, and that's the sad reality. Like, oh shit! Like, what? Yeah, you got you got everyone to sign up for Disney Plus, but now people are gonna wait for cost? it. On Disney Plus. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so it'll be interesting for 2024 because the only MCU film we're going to be be seeing is Deadpool three. Um, of course, there's going to be, um. Madame Webb, <laughs> but that's not M- <laughs> that's not MCU. Yeah. So so it'll be interesting. And now I think they realized, like, yeah, quality over quantity because it was fun to get two, three uh, Marvel movies a year, but if you're getting like fucking four movies and then you have all these series in between, that's kind of a lot. That yeah. is a lot. That's you know? overload. It is like give some breathing room, let people anticipate it and get excited. You know. And build up that. Now I feel like I'm doing homework. Right, right. <laughs> and that's and that's the thing. Like a lot of people, and that's why they always do it with their branding too. Like, oh, you don't you don't need to see, you know, hours of content just to see this one. You can just come and watch this one. Which there are those people. Yeah, they don't watch every single thing piece of content that's out there. They just casually watch it, or maybe they're just you know, pulled in by family or friends to check it out. So it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, this coming year because, yeah, we're only going to get Deadpool 3 as the MCU movie. And, of course, after Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, that'll be it for the DCEU. And James Gunn's Superman Legacy will not be released until 2025. Um, And when you think about it, that's just a year break. So I don't know. Uh, Yeah. We'll see. We will see. Um, it's really fascinating to now that things have definitely changed for for Marvel uh, movies. It's definitely interesting to see. And and people were even saying like they should have taken a break after Endgame. They should have just take a fucking year, take two years, and just let it you know let it settle. Let people just you know feel like it really it really is the end of an era. Yeah, because you lost you know, a lot of characters and ended there. So you should have just taken a fucking break and just let yeah. people like enjoy that. Like, yeah, that's the end of an era. We're taking a break. We'll be back in a few years. But of course the machine, Disney, like, no, we got to keep going. Got to keep making that money. Yeah. That bag. So, yeah. So, but yeah, really interesting what what's happening now. But hey, it'll only uh, push people to do better. Hopefully, make better. Con- I mean, we're getting a ton of. Uh, we we got a, a teaser trailer for House of the Dragon, which will yeah. premiere in summer of 2024. Back when you know it used to be Game of Thrones, they would usually premiere uh, either spring or fall. Yeah, uh, and definitely not the summer. But now, of course, with Max. And anyone just, you know, and of course, they're going to do their Sunday drop because that's the time slot that they always did. 
it doesn't matter that people are, are going to be off on vacation because people are going to be able to access and watch, you know, House of the Dragon at any time, especially on that Sunday night when people and that was a huge surprise because none of us were expecting House of the Dragon to actually be good, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you're doing a prequel yeah. to Game of Thrones, like whoopee, like you know, and House of Game- that good. Yeah. So and now that the hype has been built for that, so that we're getting that in summer of 2024. Um, the Boys season four has not officially uh, been announced with a release date, but it's coming because they did post a teaser trailer. So they're um, who knows when we'll get that, but it seems like we'll get that sometime next year. Um, and then we have that Hulu FX Samurai show that's coming up as well. So at least we have a bunch of, despite the writer strike, New season the True strike, Detective. Oh yeah, there January fifteenth. Oh shit, that's coming up. Yep. Yeah. Not too far away. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's at least there's still a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, let me see if I can find a list here, a quick list of uh, stuff that's coming up in 2024. Oh, The Last of Us season two has been confirmed. For 2025. Um, so yeah, definitely gonna have to wait. Huh? You got your penguin coming. That's right, the penguin, the penguin series coming to Max. Oh, um, we also they also released a trailer for Furiosa, the Mad Max saga prequel. What did you think of that one so far? I'm intrigued because I like Anya, I love her, yeah, I really do, and I it, it, it look. My only gripe is the visual effects look a little wonky. They look a little bit like, I don't know why, to me, they look a little bit cheaper than Fury Road, but I'm sure that they have plenty of time to fix that. But the overall, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see how this goes. And Chris Hemsworth looking unrecognizable. Is yeah, like, with that nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. that fucking big-ass nose. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I had to do a double take. I was like, so holy did shit, I. That's, that's Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay. So did I. I had to do a triple take. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm intrigued. Yeah, and I'm hoping that they do a re-release for Fury Road in IMAX. Yeah, you know, before Furiosa comes out. Yeah, because they um they had CCXP, which is like their huge Comic Con in Brazil, uh, a few weeks ago. So that's why that was released there. That trailer was released there. They were doing, they were doing uh promotions. They also did uh the cast of Dune, uh part two was also there. Yeah, and they showed the first ten minutes of the movie there. Yeah, I saw uh, about that. Yeah. Which I'm like, whoopee! Hey, it's coming in March. Yeah, but we're still, still a, yeah, we're still a ways. Like, come on, like, oh, they moved it to beginning of March. Wow, thank you, thank you, Warner Brothers. You couldn't, you couldn't have done it in January, maybe. Talk about <laughs> give a dog a bone. Seriously, um, they also released a trailer for Fallout, the TV series. Yeah, Amazon Prime, which looks intriguing. Um. Of course, knowing Amazon, like the studios, they fucking dump all the fucking money uh, into all their shows. So that's no yeah. question about it. I've never played Fallout, but I've all I I'm familiar with the the look because the, they also made a bunch of Funko Pops um, and the the characters. 
So I'm curious now to ch- I'm definitely curious to check that show out. Um looks intriguing. So I hate the Fallout games. I know people love them, but I fucking hate those games. Yeah. They're boring as fuck. Like mm. But we'll see. Right. Yep. Takes so, a lot of patience to play those because you're talking about forty plus hours. Oh yeah. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yeah. Uh and then of course, um, as far as December, uh we have Wonka uh that's coming out. Um and then of course a, a chicken run sequel. <laughs> And then uh, Aquaman 2, December 22nd, The Iron Claw. That's um, what I'm looking for. Which looks to. fascinating. I'm now catching up on The Bear Season 2. Have you checked out The Bear yet on Hulu? Not yet. Check it I out. Got I, it. I recommend it, especially if you're going to watch The Iron Claw because you're going to see a lot of, um, what's his name? Uh, one of the brothers that plays okay. the, lead, the lead in The Bear. Yeah, uh, the one from Shameless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I think his name is Jeremy. What's his name? Jeremy Allen White. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then um, the the bear is fantastic. It's a really great show. Um, I'm on season two, uh, and it's just so fucking good. It's 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 got humor. It's got drama. Um, it's good stuff. And you've also got Ayo Edberry. Uh, in the cast, Molly Gordon, Ebon Moss Bacharach, uh, Abby Elliott, Maddie Matheson, John Bernthal is also in it. That's uh, awesome. Oliver Platt. So I love Oliver Platt. Yeah. So it's a fantastic cast. And the cast is what really makes that show. Like it's great. Yeah. It's great. I I highly recommend The Bear on Hulu. So I'll have to check it out. Yeah, and it did. Yeah, it did rack up a bunch of awards, uh, Golden Globes. So, yeah. Uh, yep, I'm on season two. I got to finish that, but I definitely want to check out the Iron Claw. That looks. How many seasons are they on? Three. It's on season. Uh, season two just wrapped, or just season two is also out. I think they're they're making season three now. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. If if not, then I. Pretty sure they're making a season three. I don't know if it ends there. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, as of now, there's two seasons on Hulu. Okay. Yep. So yeah. Uh that's pretty much it. That's all I can think of, unless you have anything else you wanna mention or bring up. Not really. I saw Oppenheimer finally. Oh, okay. What'd you think of I that? Got one? The, I, I got the icon edition. Ooh, nice. It was fine. It's not one of my favorite Christopher Nolan films at all, uh-huh. but I enjoyed it for what it was. I also saw Killer of the Flower Moon. Okay. Ooh. How was that? It's cinema. Yeah. That's about all I can say. Like, the first half of it is really good, but then the last 20 minutes, it drags the fuck out. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, like, it's like three hours, right? Yeah, it's three hours and 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, dude, it's time to wrap it up, motherfucker. Please, <laughs> like, you're not, right. you're not compelling me. I was compelled. Like, my mom loved it. My oh, mom okay. loved yeah. it. She's, yeah. a, she's a Scorsese nut. Right, right. So, so I knew she was gonna enjoy it, but I was just like, it's what it is. 
Right, right. But I enjoyed Oppenheimer a little bit more. Okay, okay. I need to check yeah. both, both of those out. Oppenheimer's a good movie. It's just there's some yeah. things in there that he does artistically that'll jar you. Like the black and white scenes, they're scatterbrained throughout the whole movie. So it kind of okay. takes you out and you're like, it's not, it's not, it's not like a, it's not a structured, oh, here's it in black and white. And then this portion's right. in color. Like it's scatterbrained all oh, over. Oh, shit. The yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. You can tell it was an artistic. It was an artistic choice, but right, I, what, it's not one I would have went with. That's all right. I'm saying. Right, because right. it takes you out of the film. Yeah, so. no one's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's like, I don't yeah. give a fuck. I'm, I'm yeah. a universal now. Fuck him. Yeah, and he's so. like, I'm not gonna spoon feed any of the audience. Fuck you exactly. guys. <laughs> this is you, cinema. You figure it out. Yeah, it's <laughs> cinema. Yeah. But hey, and you know, watching Florence Pugh naked, you know, screwing, that's always good. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, soon to be a uh, queen, what's her name, or princess, princess, uh, is yeah, doing princess part Pugh. Two. yeah, yeah, princess yeah. Erlon, yeah, princess Pew Pew. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see because, like, I was talking to Dan about the other day, some of the casting choices he's made are really good, and some of them I'm just like, I'm shaking my head and trying to figure out why but she is a perfect casting right christopher walken's the one that really like throws me off like i'm like (laughs) maybe christopher walken 20 years ago but like modern day meme christopher walken right right (laughs) is he gonna start buzzing two mice a bucket of cream (laughs) from fucking catch me if you can holy shit but hey oppenheimer um sold out physical copies on 4k uh i got one so yeah and i so, got the last one too because they were eating up at walmart yeah and talk about um christopher nolan really hyping up the physical media release and everyone's just like clamoring for a copy like you know i'm like hey good job because yeah and he pretty much encouraged everyone like when you own it when you buy a physical copy they can't take it away from you you get to keep it you get to watch it whenever you want you know Yep. So, but hey, it, it looks like it, it worked out because it's gotten people and I don't know, like fucking Best Buy probably seeing that news and be like, should we cancel? Should yeah. we cancel? <laughs> oh man. They're buying Nolan's film. Do you think we sh- do you think it was a good idea to do what we're doing? Shut up, Peter. Right, because it we're makes still it, getting rid of the media. It makes me it makes me think when pe- people who collect physical media and granted, I don't buy as much physical media anymore. I used to, but I know there are guys that there are YouTubers out there that constantly go week to week on new release Tuesday to buy mm-hmm. physical media, especially when they have the Best Buy exclusive steelbook or the Best exactly. Buy exclusive. You know, now it makes me wonder how many of the what are the chances? Uh, how many of those people that walk in the Best Buy on a Tuesday, maybe glance over? You know, maybe I think I need a new laptop or I need a new cell phone or something. I need to pick yeah. something else up. Oh, my, my washer's going out or I need a new fridge or whatever it is. They're only going to make more money. Eventually, they're gonna, people are, are going to spend more money. I mean, that's yeah. the whole purpose of, you know, bringing people in the store, right? There's a reason why grocery stores have the milk at the very fucking back of the store because it's going to get you to go not just through the back of the store. If you're disciplined mm-hmm. enough, it's gonna get you to go through the other aisles. Be like, oh, mm-hmm. I remember, I need to get some pasta. 
I need to get some fucking cake or whatever, pizza, you know? Like, yeah. holy shit. Like, Best Buy's not fucking using their heads, but hey, we'll nope. see. We'll you see know, what happens. And now those guys aren't even going to go show up at Best Buy anymore. Then exactly. Like, they don't have the physical media. Fuck them. Yeah. We don't need a new toaster. Goodbye. Yeah. So where are they going to go? They're going to go to Target. They're going to go to exactly. Walmart. Walmart. Barnes and Noble. You know. Mm-hmm. So, and it's interesting because vinyl has obviously made a comeback. Yep. And the fact vinyl is not cheap. They're like 30, 40 bucks. No, they are not. So my, my, my wallet's telling me, you know, slow it down, buddy, on the vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because Target has them, Walmart has them, mm-hmm. Barnes and Noble has them. So I'm like, hmm. And, and Target and Walmart have the nice deal where they get those exclusive limited yes. edition ones too. So I'm like, that's yeah, right. That's my right. money, buddies. That's right. Yeah. So so it's interesting. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens yep. with Best Buy. But yeah, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yep, I got nothing else. Yeah, well, it's been a fun, it's been a short but fun show. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll see if we get to do another one uh, before the year ends. If not, well, hey, we'll we'll definitely be back by the new year, by 2024. Yep. By so. then, I should have been able to play Spider Man too. So. Oh yeah, there you go. I can't wait. There you go. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. If you've gotten this yep. far, um, by the way, we did. Uh, I did get the Spotify Wrapped. Um, it seems like they're doing it earlier now every year. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Technically, the year isn't even done. Like I know, but they're, but they're like, "Hey, we gotta tr- we gotta go viral, guys, because everyone's gonna be talking about us and sharing the shit out of their 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 bad music tastes." Uh, <laughs> And I don't listen to Spotify music as much. I listen to podcasts on it more. I listen to Apple music more for music. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, real quick, I'm trying to get my the Spotify wrapped stuff here. If it'll I listen, as you're talking about that and doing that, I listen yeah. to so much Metallica music that I got a personal message from the band saying thank you for listening to so much Metallica music. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was awesome. Nice. Okay, so here, um, for the year, uh, we have 3.6 thousand minutes created. Of course, the U.S. is the top country. Uh, it, the streams increased by 61%, which is great. We have five top fans. One of those top fans is Dan. He did share yeah. it with me, so I thought that was pretty cool. And to the other four, thank you guys. Um, we are a top podcast for five fans, a top fifth, uh, top fifteen, or no, no, a top five for fifteen fans. Yeah, and then a top ten for seventeen fans. So that's cool. Um, and then the top episode of the year is The Last of Us Episode 3 and 4. We talked about Dead Space, Megan, DCU Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters when it was announced, uh, The Bad Bats, The Menu, and more. So that's our top episode of the year. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, all the other stuff I'll probably end up posting eventually. So You should. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, it's been fun. It's been another fun year of uh, podcasting and uh, talking, talking all the shit and shooting the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and of course, uh, getting into Queer's favorite Batman arguments. <laughs> so I can't wait. I hope he. I, I'm. I have a feeling he listened to this episode. I can't wait for him to see Merry Little Batman though and hear his thoughts. Yeah, because. <laughs> He's gonna probably shit himself about how they ruined Batman <laughs> and Bruce Wayne. Like, how the fuck does Bruce Wayne care about his son? <laughs> Part of me hopes we don't come back until the new year because that'll be a good way to kick off the new year with his rant over Batman, Mary Little know, Batman. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So oh, my Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It's not my Damien. It's not my <laughs> Damien Wayne. <laughs> uh-uh. Alrighty, well, thank you guys. Thank you, Pinhead, for joining me. It's been fun. Well, thank you. Yeah, been, it's, I had a good time. Yeah, so definitely. Uh, hopefully, when we do this again, there'll be more of us as well yeah. with with the, with the other the other two guys, so uh, we can also hear from them. Yeah. Alrighty, thank you guys uh, again. If we don't come back with another episode for this year, we'll be definitely be back next year. So just in case. Uh, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. So, yeah, go watch some Batman Returns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. save Die Hard for next year. Get Batman Returns yeah. this year. It feels like Die Hard has been overrated now for the last few years. Like, yeah, with if all you're the... gonna watch something, watch Die Hard Part Two. There you there go. There you go. There you go. There you go. All righty. <laughs>